What is up, everybody? This is Hunter Williams. Thank you for tuning in. Today is episode seven of the Weapons of High Performance podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about decision making. And this is going to be a little bit more, not so much of a sciencey episode, but more of a mental framework episode. Again, this show is all about tactical framework for achieving greatness. So, we're going to go into decision-making, how to optimize decision-making, at least as far as I know, kind of laying a framework in your brain for actually making decisions because I think for how many decisions we make in a day, we never really think about the decision-making process. It's one of those things we kind of just float by and are doing. So before I get into all that, just wanted to say thank you for tuning in if you're listening to this and you like free money every Friday to all subscribers to my email newsletter. As long as you are signed up for an email newsletter and you leave a comment in the YouTube video or leave a review on iTunes, we will be giving out a $100 gift card to the best comment or review. Again, to get it, you gotta be signed up for my email newsletter. So sign up below, promise I'll never spam you, sell anything, anything like that. But you wait, again, free money, check it out. So to get into decision making. so. This is going to be a little bit more of me just going off on a tangent of what I think about decision making, my experience with it. Again, there's probably a lot better people out there that are more qualified than me to talk about this, but it's something that I think about a lot and wanted to dive into. So the first thing I wanted to talk talk about is the amount of decisions our human brain is faced with today versus other points in human history. So I talk about this to people that I work with and everything at different times. And every time I talk about this, they kind of go, huh, I never really thought about it in that way. But think about, so the human brain, however we got here, even if you look back, 200 years ago. You don't even have to go back 1,000, 2,000, 200,000 years ago. Just look back 100 years ago. How many decisions the brain had to go through on average during your regular day? Compared to now, there probably wasn't that many. So think if you were a person born, let's just say in the 1850s. You probably got up and you had a couple of decisions you had to make. You didn't really have to choose between a bunch of clothes to wear, what to do when you got up. It was pretty set out in front of you what you were going to do that day. There wasn't a lot of technology. There wasn't a lot of different things that could distract you and grab your attention to look at different things. You go back even further than that, 500 years ago, 1,000 years ago. There wasn't all these distractions that we had in our world that people were facing every second of today in the modern world. So that's one thing I just want people to realize is when breaking down decision-making, realize that our evolutionary brain, however, again, I don't want to get into how that evolved or how it came about, but just the human brain, you look at the natural part of it. So we're in the same biological vehicle that people were 100, 200, 500 years ago. We haven't evolved that much, at least not yet. That's another thing that you could get into is how technology may actually be changing the very nature of human biology. But 
I think just at a base level, if you look at the amount of decisions, it'd be interesting. I don't even know if there's a study out there to show this, but the average amount of decisions that someone in 1850 made versus 2020, it's probably a J curve of decisions that are made on a daily basis. Think about just going to the grocery store. There's a million different items at the grocery store that you have to choose from just from going in to get your food. In 1850, all you had to do to get food was go outside and you probably grew it in your garden. Or there was a market with 10 different things and you just went there and got whatever you needed. Even going back to hunter-gatherer times, you went out, you found food, you brought it back. There wasn't going to the grocery store, having to pick between seven different types of organic chicken to get the best type. So that's one thing I think it's really important to just realize that in our day and age, you're going to be faced with decisions on a level that the human brain has never experienced before. The great thing is when you realize that you can be on guard against all this different all the different choices that we're faced with every day to minimize down to what's the most important. So uh, that's, I wanted to kind of just look at the amount of decisions that we make today versus old times. And um, I think it's important to moving into how this relates to the human brain. It's important to try to minimize those. So for instance, going to the grocery store, if you just go into the grocery store willy-nilly, don't have a plan, don't even have a list written out, don't really know what you want, it's almost going to be overwhelming trying to sort through and think, okay, what do I need? And then you have all of these different options in front of you and you're trying to sit back and say, okay, do I need this? Do I need this? Do I need this? By the time you're out of the grocery store, ev evolutionary, bio biologically speaking, your brain is almost scrambled because of how many decisions it just had to make. So one of the most important things you can do is try to minimize that. And it doesn't even have to be in things related to work, but just in other areas of your life. I think it'd be ama it's amazing, at least when I've made a conscious effort of this, of how much better focus I was able to have on the things that I actually wanted to focus on when I minimized the amount of decisions that I was having to make outside of my work or whatever you're trying to achieve goal-wise. Um, but anyway, so how do we avoid these unnecessary decisions? Well, I think one of the most important things you can do is write down and focus on what's the most important for your day. So this is gonna kind of go into intention and planning. If you're intentional and excuse me, intentional about planning your day and what you're going to do for that day, you're already eliminating decisions because you're taking this fluff time out that you may say, oh, okay, I'm gonna be, I'm done with work at 6 p.m. or whatever, and I'm just gonna chill. Well, that actually creates more decisions in your brain. So if you get up in the morning and actually write down what you wanna accomplish for that day, and then you work on doing it, Already by doing that, you're eliminating a lot of decisions you have to make that may come up. Then you can get into different areas. So I think one of the most important and underrated underrated 
areas of doing this is planning your food. And it sounds kind of funny to say, but imagine, think of how much energy humans waste just planning their meals. So how much energy is wasted when someone wakes up and they think, okay, I got to get your breakfast. Well, I don't really know what I want. I can go here, I can go here, I can go here, I can go here. By the time you even get food into your body, your brain has been exhausted from having to sort through 72 different options to choose. Even if you're not looking at a restaurant, even if you're just choosing from one in your house, if you have 13 different things that you can eat for breakfast, you're exhausting. Okay, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. Whereas opposed to if you just have one thing and you just allow for that to have, you don't have to worry about it. And so there's extra space in your brain to focus on things that are important. Another thing that people probably do is lunch. So where do I eat lunch? What do I eat for lunch? If you actually plan at the beginning of the week what you're going to have for every single lunch and even prep the food that you have that makes it easy to it, and in that case, especially to avoid different types of bad food that you may get from a restaurant or something, the amount of headspace you're going to have when you don't have to worry about 20 minutes of planning, okay, I've got to eat here, okay, what's their menu look like, i got to do this. And I was just thinking about that the other day. Man, the amount of brain space that is wasted on planning food. Same thing for dinner. Again, this is going to be really, really important and helpful if you can actually plan the meals that you have out. Also, to go back to the grocery shopping example, not only with food, but other areas of your life, as much as you can, try to implement a system. And it doesn't have to be super, super strict that you have Amazon subscription for every single product that you need to deliver to your house every single Monday and that way. But just know what you need and then know, okay, this time of the week I'm going to the grocery store. This is what I need there. And I've gotten down so much to a system where I don't even have to write a list to go to the grocery store because I know when I go to the grocery store what I'm going to be getting and going through. And the decisions are eliminated. For me, what that does is allow to open up my brain into actually thinking about other things because I'm not focused on making these tiny little decisions that have nothing to do to help get me to where I want to get. They're just decisions that I have to make living in the 21st century that are going to be the bare necessities of what I have to have. And this is one thing that I was re listening to the audiobook Principles by Ray Dalio that he talks about is to the, the lost art of approximation and having the ability to make decisions spot on and then go with it instead of overanalyzing everything. I think a lot of people get hung up and it could be anything over where they want to eat. What, it could be because there's so many decisions. Our brain gets overwhelmed with overanalyzing different things and then going into these spaces where you're just stuck trying to figure out a decision rather than just having a set circumstance and then going with that and then being done with it and then moving on to focus on something else. So that's just different little things that you can do. And again, it can go into every area of your life, you know, getting up at the same time every day, eliminating the variability on things that there doesn't really need to be any variability there. What it's going to do is allow your mental space to be freed up to focus on things that are important. And if you're, if you want to be a normal person, I guess that's not big of a deal. 
you can just kind of go about your life and make the same routine decisions that everybody makes. But if you want to be a high performer, I think this is one of the more important things that you can do is realize the amount of decisions that you have to make every day and then minimize those to optimize to have a better brain space when the time comes to make important decisions. So I think it's really important that being a high performance person that you eliminate unnecessary decisions in your life. If you look at what makes, I mean, if you break down everything, what are, why are the most successful people in the world successful? They have the same amount of hours in the day as every single person, the poorest person in the world to the richest person in the world, to the, from the saddest to the happiest. Everybody has the same amount of hours in the day. Almost this day and age, the same access to information with the internet. So why are some people more successful than others? Why are some people millionaires at 23 and some people are broke at 55? I think a lot boils down to decision-making. If you can optimize to make the right decisions, so it's a decision in and of itself to try to eliminate decisions. Are you going to decide to take decisions that are unnecessary out of your life? And then from there, focusing on, okay, these are going to be the important things that I want to focus on and make a higher, higher level decisions at. And then improving that to allowing whatever it is that you want to achieve in life. So as a high performance person, I think one of the biggest things you can do is ask yourself the right, right questions and then optimize for the right type of decisions. So if you think about it, someone that's just barely scraping by, the decisions they have to make are very low level in the sense that they're thinking, okay, I've just got to do this to do this. But when you can increase the importance and the level of decisions that you're making for yourself, naturally, you're going to become more successful and a higher performer because you're focused on things that are improving rather than things that have no relevance. So thinking about where am I going to eat today? Where am I going to do? And I think there's something to be said for the sanctity of your mental space to eliminating all of that from your brain. You can focus the horsepower of your brain onto things that are actually important. So again, just as a high performer, that's one thing that's going to be really necessary to do. And I don't, I mean, people will talk about minimalism and I think there's something to having decision minimalism where you are doing away with everything that doesn't necessarily have to do. There was a, I'll go to, I think this will help explain it better. There was a, one of the Olympic road teams, maybe, I think there's a book about this. I didn't read it, but I've read about the book somewhere. somewhere. And one of the things they focused on, they would always go back to whatever they were doing in their practice, training, everything. They would say, does it make the boat go faster? And I think when you look at that, are the decisions that you're making, does it make the boat go faster? So if you're burdening yourself with unnecessary types of choices throughout your life 
can you look at what you're doing throughout the day and say, does it make the boat go faster? So are the decisions that you're making at any given time making the boat go faster? And to a certain extent, you're not going to be able to do every single second of the day to make perfect decisions. But are you eliminating the things in your, in your life that you really don't need decision-wise? So I think if you, if you could track, and I really work on this because I track what I'm doing and just as an entrepreneur, it really helps to be able to look back and see, okay, how am I structuring so I can optimize in order to get the outcome that I want. If you can look in your life and you don't necessarily have to be an entrepreneur, but just anything that you're trying to achieve and you say, does it make the boat go faster? If you're eliminating those things that don't, that's one of the most important decisions that you can make because it's taking out all the unnecessary stuff and allowing you to focus on the decisions that are going to be important, which are going to be the ones that help you achieve your goals. So making the decision to not have a lot of decisions is probably the most important decision you can make because then you're going to be focusing on higher level decisions. It'd be interesting to see how many times I said the word decision throughout this podcast. But anyway, I know in my life, since I really became conscious of this and started reading a lot of different business and self-development books that talked about this. It's amazing when you remove kind of all the noise and just have straight focus on what you're doing. The quality of the decisions that you make becomes so much better and you don't have to worry about such a quantity of decisions. So that was my little spiel on decision-making. I hope that was helpful. Hopefully it made sense. If it did or if it didn't, let me know again, in the comments and everything. And uh, if you guys have any ideas for anything you'd like me to talk about and also get into that as well. So again, thank you. If you listen to this, my sincerest thanks to you. And if there's anything I can ever do to help, feel free to reach out to me and I'll talk to you soon. See ya.